everyone, and welcome to episode 124 of the High Sensitivity Podcast. Thank you for listening and or watching. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-hosts. My name's Craig. Hasn't changed. My name's Craig. We're back. We're back with more talk. <laughs> more talk. And this week, we head to Gamescom in Germany, because that's where all the news is. And we're going to be yes. starting off with news this week as well. So... What we're, I'll let you guys go into kind of the big announcements and both of you can have your time in the uh, spotlight here, but you know, what, <laughs> sure. what was the big announcements on your guys's end for Gamescom? Um, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure if this was announced at Gamescom or not. So if it wasn't, you can correct me here, either one of you, but I did want to bring up the uh, PS5 DualSense Edge controller. Yes. That thing was... I Let's mean, that, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, that looks like an Elite controller, which is what I've wanted from PlayStation for a long while. Um, yes. So I'm super pumped for that thing. That thing came out of nowhere to me, and I was like, give me that. I want all yeah. of that. <laughs> I've been playing a lot more PS5 lately, so I think it just hits at the right time. But, man, that thing looks nice. It does. It looks real nice. And um, it's, it's funny because they were explaining um, or at least showing basically what was an a pro controller for Xbox and it still had the same effect as, as I hoped it would when they finally announced it, you know, um, one thing that I'm excited for, and I just need to hear more news about it as we hear more about it is maybe some type of battery life improvement. Yeah. Uh, because like the PlayStation I don't have 5 issues with my battery. I don't really, is, is really? it, do you guys, is yes, constantly yeah. really, yeah. huh? Do you mm -hmm. plug yours in every time you're done? Yeah. Barry? Okay. So for me, since I have two controllers, right? So what I do, like right next to me here, I have the one that I'm using, and then my other one is plugged in with a wire, and then I'm just constantly switching them out when the one Back gets and forth. dead. Yeah, because I only have one. I think I have two chargers maybe, but um, I don't know where the other one is. I'd have to dig it out. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I get, I want to say I probably get like, two or three play sessions before i have to switch how about you craig i would say that about yeah. two or three about two or three maybe a yeah. six hour mm -hmm. playstation uh, sorry playstation play session six I to eight feel, i feel like my my xbox elite controller lasts forever it in does. between charges and these just don't and maybe it has to do with the I mean, this has a built-in audio coming out of the controller, right? So that might, maybe that has something to do with it. And also the uh, haptic feedback, maybe. But yeah, you're right. I would, I would appreciate a better battery life in this thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. How good does it look, guys? It looks, it looks pretty, I think it looks sharp. Yeah. I know there's mixed feelings. There's some people who are going to like it. There's some people who don't. I like the white and black combination, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that's there. And it looks legit it looks well built yeah um i would like to see somebody maybe do like an unboxing and such like that i want to see what the price is that's what i want to see 200 because yeah <laughs> yeah that, how much was the, how much is the elite 2 control i don't even remember anymore 200 200 200 okay so yeah that's mm -hmm. probably accurate am i like reaching into neverland though to wish that someday i could get a ps5 controller where i can have the analog where the d-pad is like an xbox controller because that's 
still to this day bothers me to no end on a PlayStation controller that both analog sticks are right next to each other. I hate it. Well, so well, much. all you yeah. need is the Astro C40, and that right. one was able. To but I don't want that one. <laughs> is that a plug, Barry? Is that a plug? It is. No, if Astro wants to sponsor me, sure, I'll take it. I'll take it as a plug. <laughs> well, that means both of us have held up a controller, Craig. You need to hold one up too. Uh, I don't have one on on here. <laughs> How dare Unfortunately, you? Unfortunately, I got a, I got a keyboard. <laughs> it's funny because I usually have my Xbox control over here because that's what I use when I play on my ga- on like a gaming P- PC. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I don't have it here. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm, say I'm gonna say 200. I feel like they can't. They're gonna have to stick with whatever Microsoft is charging to be competitive. How much is the? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, does that controller work on PS5, Barry? The Astro? No, I don't okay. think so. So there is no Pro model except for this one then on ps yeah there yeah i do know there were some scuff ones that came out and they were able to do the ps5 i do know people were making like custom controllers that -hmm. allowed you to do it but nothing like this is the first time anything's been officially sanctioned by sony if this is kind of by sony like the the whole advertisement thing is a little weird to where Mm -hmm. like it if it's a scuff controller they didn't say anything they really didn't come out and say that it's a playstation controller they just said that this is the playstation elite controller for you know to to make things easier to names and stuff to pronounce so i just don't know whether or not they're doing the same thing where it's scuff making it but it's it like it's still under the banner of scuff and not playstation you know it's more more will be determined as time goes on yeah it definitely had a feeling of first party though like sony made yeah as opposed to scuff but i guess we'll find out um i'm excited Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say I'm excited just because the pro controller for Xbox is my favorite controller just because of the weight and how it sits in my hand. Um, My my hands naturally move towards a PlayStation controller just because I've played more over years. So I'm excited just for a quality weighted built controller in my hand. I mean, there's obviously things about the PlayStation 5 controller that we all like, you know, even down to how it feels, you know, with the little PS5 insignias on the the current controller and such like that. But it it was exciting to see. I was I was surprised how excited I was because it's they should have done this a long time ago, but it still was it still was a good drop. Good thing to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Let's go from I want to go from a high for Sony to a low. How about that? Like we're let's praising them now. Let's beat the crap out of them. You ready? Let's beat the crap out of them. I want to talk about the PS5 price increase. Now, I do want to clarify in- and say not here, not in the U.S. Um, I don't have the list in front of me of all the countries, but U.K., right, is definitely mm-hmm. one of them where it's going up. Um, I did kind of feel like I got that feeling. You remember when the Xbox One got announced at E3 and they're talking about you wouldn't be able to play used games And then Sony came out Mm -hmm. with their little video that was like, here's how you play a game. Right. And they were taking a dig at Microsoft. I felt like this was the opportunity for Microsoft and Nintendo to do that back to Sony. And they kind of did. Right. They both came out and they're like, yeah, we're not raising prices anywhere. Um, Again, not in the U.S. So the majority of people, this won't affect. But there's still going to be a decent amount of people this does affect. And me personally, it's not a good look. It's really not. You always sell the console for a loss. That's just what they do. You make the money up in everything else, your subscriptions, your games, all that. 
I just I think it's a bad, bad look to raise the price after a console's come out. Maybe if it would have been a new version, but it's not. They're just like, yeah, the price has to go up. Sorry. <laughs> There's no way to justify that move. You no. know, how do you how do you sugarcoat it? How do you display it to the public properly or at least most positively? Because there's just no reason, especially like you were saying, there's it's there's nothing different about it. It's now just a more expensive console. Right. And and that's a bad look. It is. Do you want yeah, to be it, a devil's advocate, Barry? Well, no, like I'm not going to really play devil's advocate because raising the price kind of sucks for everything. But this right. also may have to do with the fact that, like, I'm pretty sure the U.S. dollar is now worth more than the euro for the first time in like literally like years and years of years of okay. the euro being worth more. So I think we do run into that as of late where uh, because of the economic crisis that a lot of other countries are going through, we find that the value of their money is now gone down. So the U.S., you know, the value of the dollar has stayed pretty consistent uh, amongst everything. Yeah, groceries did go up a little bit uh, mm -hmm. for, for that kind of thing. But in Europe, Russia japan and everything like that like the, all of their money is becoming less and less i I've, i guess valuable is the word because it's not being valued the same as it once was yeah i was gonna use the word money because their money has become less and less money <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like i pulled up the official like playstation statement right so europe uk japan china australia mexico yep. and canada are all getting the price increase but directly underneath it, they say, while this price increase is a necessity, given the current global economic environment, it's yep. not a necessity. It's not. I'm sorry. Like, have that, has this ever happened before? I don't think so on a console. But I just, again, like I said, every time a console's come out, that company sells that console at a loss. You just yeah. do. It's just the way it is. You get people into your ecosystem. I just take... I don't know. I take almost offense to them being like, oh, it's a necessity. If it was a necessity, every other company would be doing it too, but you're the only one. So yeah, yeah, I, do, I don't buy that. That is, it's, it's, a, it's a conduit to get more money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the essential thing that, that you need in order to siphon the entire bankroll of your, of your customers because we're going to get the games, we're going to subscribe. We're going to be like me, for example, who buys a controller, even though they already have one, just because you throw out some crazy color that I've seen before and many other different things, but I'll still buy it. Yep. So that's that's the method, you know, that's it's not a it's not a new method. So I don't know. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Barry? <laughs> Do we just let it go? <laughs> well, no. Yeah. Like I, we've kind of all said our piece. It, it's, yeah. it does suck, but. Yeah, that's my only thinking of it is that, yeah, they typically sell the consoles for a loss, but maybe the price, you know, with the current value of whatever dollar the, the PlayStation is in, it probably decreased to the point where it's like more of a loss than Sony wants to take. So yeah. maybe that's maybe that's why I really can't defend it by any means. But that's the only thing I can think of or say about the whole situation. Yeah. OK, um. All right, I want to get into the games of Gamescom, and I have two that I specifically wanted to talk about. Um, I think I know one. I think I know one that you're going to say. One is, of course, we are finally getting Atomic Heart. Dear Lord, I've been waiting yeah. for this game forever. 
and it looks beautiful. Um, I mean, this is what I've wanted since I finished Bioshock Infinite, and I was like, I want another Bioshock type game, and I feel like this is it. Um, it could suck, but I don't know. I feel like I've been waiting. I don't even remember when this game got announced, like years ago. Um, but yeah, I they have a new trailer for it. It looks phenomenal. I'm trying to decide if I get it on console or do I try and play it on PC to make it look as good as it can. But what do you guys yeah. think about this one? It looked great. It did. Yeah. It, it had so much of a, um, what was it? Bioshock um, Infinite mm-hmm. 5 uh, where they went in the sky. Yeah. That uh, That's immediately what I thought. I, I, I found myself watching it trying to decide exactly what the enemies were in that were they were they of like a a robot nature like you know you see lasers being shot and such like that and it it has such a good feel um such a good look it's just going to be kind of exciting to see more gameplay trailers that's that's yeah it it looks like it's going to be great yeah right yeah i will say like the thing about the trailer is i was watching it and i was like what is going on like there is <laughs> the man man's got tentacles coming out there's like this weird dance that two robots are doing and there yeah. i i don't know it looks i i i literally had to watch that trailer multiple times and i actually still couldn't tell you what was going on it's just like this yeah. it looks to be a lot like bioshock which is awesome and mm-hmm. you know we want more of that it's just that I think also what was really nice about like Bioshock and especially like Infinite in particular is how that story twisted into the other like Bioshock spoiler alert. But yep. the game's been out forever, you know, play it. it has. <laughs> but yeah, if uh, how uh, and I mean, I like the setting of what they're doing with Atomic Heart. It's just a matter of how do they get that story across and how does it really bring in people? I think they definitely have the like from reading the synopsis they have like what they need to make like a really interesting kind of weird story but there is like so much going on in like that one trailer that like it feels like my eyes are bleeding uh but most of the <laughs> yeah, time there's a lot just, going on yeah there's yeah. there's only more questions i have and they're good questions but the you know curiosity <laughs> is nice it is good to have in a game but Usually when I see stuff like this, it's like, okay, but is it going to make like, is the story going to be coherent in any way? Because right. while shooting and everything can be fun still, I do think that a lot of what made Bioshock fun was the the lore that you kind of oh, yeah. didn't, you didn't know coming into it. Like, I can't tell you, like, I, I would stop what I was doing to listen to those audio tapes that yep. you could get in like Bioshock because a lot of the things were interesting. You were following them does that come back in some way where we get to learn more about this dystopian, you know, future and everything like that. As long as it does that, I definitely feel like the rest of the game will take care. will take care of the rest. Yeah, I agree. It does have to hit it out of the park on the story here. That's definitely what we need. Um, But, you know, not having the story to go off of, I just think like the destruction of the enemies looked cool, right? Like the robots, Mm -hmm. like you hit them and there was like a dent in their head where you hit them like the uh, ice and stuff particles look cool but i don't want to get caught up in like oh my god this game looks phenomenal because it could be and this might anger people but i don't like crisis i never did but crisis was the game is like oh my god you got to play this game it looks phenomenal and while it did at the time i just thought the game itself was boring like there was just not a whole lot going on with it so it could be more of that and hopefully it's not 
Yeah, I didn't um, mind Crisis, but it's definitely really? not anything. I I didn't mind. I like I liked Crisis, I guess, but I it's nothing that like I I hold to like this high tier or anything right. like that. It was it was an all right shooter. It just made your PC catch on fire back in the day trying to play it. That's why that's why I played it on console. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the second game, Craig. What's the second game I was going to talk about? Take a guess. Is it is it Liza P? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, oh mixed, my God. mixed thoughts, I guess, from people on this one, right? I mean, I've I oh, watched the trailer man. and I was like, this looks pretty fun. Like, it kind of looks like a Bloodborne, yeah. right? And then I go read all the comments of people like this is just a blatant ripoff of Bloodborne and Demon Souls. Um, I think it looks interesting now that I like these games. I'm excited to try it. It's going to be on Game Pass day one. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, since I'm irritated by Bloodborne not being 60 frames per second on PS5, this might be a good alternative until they decide to do that for Bloodborne, I think. But yeah, I mean, I was impressed. I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked awesome. Yeah, I thought I thought it looked great. It it it, it reminds you so much of Bloodborne. The, I mean, the reason why I thought this was going to be your game is because you're basically going through yeah the Souls like games, and I was like, this, he's probably going to notice this one. Oh yeah. You know? um, oh, I would have written this one off six months ago. I would have been like, nope, yeah. not playing that. Nope. But now I'm like, yeah, give me that. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my wife's like. My wife was really interested in what it looked like. And then it was just like, and coming soon, a soul's like. And she was like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. I feel that pain. <laughs> yeah. She just has to find the right one, right? To drag her in like it did with me. Yeah, Demon. exactly. I think, is, is it fair to say that Demon Souls is that? Is the one yeah. that will probably bring a lot of people in? Yeah. Because it just if looks so just... good? Yeah, and then not, if you talk, Not only like, does it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Barry. I was going to say, not only does it look good, but it's also a matter of that they still kept a lot of the original, like, ways to cheese bosses. And to be honest, like, Demon's Souls just isn't as hard as, like, games like Elden Ring and Dark Souls want them to be. Like, they kept the same, like, boss, really, mechanics in a way where that, you know, you can... You can play and be frustrated by Demon Souls, but it's not anything that I think is too overwhelming. Where people hit walls in Elden Ring and in other Neo. Souls-like games, and they're like, "Yeah, I can't <laughs> play it anymore because I'm not making any progress." Yeah, yeah, that stopped me from Elden Ring. Like, I still haven't beaten that first boss in Elden Ring. Still, to this day. Oh, it's really? Crazy. Nope, can't beat him. <laughs> and I got tired of running around trying to level up. So, um, but yeah. Those are the two I had, Craig. Which ones were there any that stood out to you besides those ones? Well, well yeah, definitely Lies of Peace uh, stood okay. out to me. That's the one I wrote down. Um, but the other one, so like if we're doing like a good and bad, uh, yeah. what stood out to me was the date on how fast Sonic is coming out. <laughs> yeah. I audibly screamed when they were like, and November 8th, I was like, November 8th, <laughs> do you have it locked down? Is the game locked down? Because, I mean, what we watched prior to the gameplay that they showed, at least for me, um, prior to this weekend, was just a empty, drawn-out space that had nothing in it at all. So I was trying to throw all of that away, and I was watching as the, um, the developers were talking about it and such, and the players were talking about it, the people who like, actually were able to play it. And 
I'm not going to go out and buy it first day, but I definitely like what I saw just that there was more filling in there because I, what I had seen didn't, didn't exactly show me what's the game, how the game was going to be layered out. You know, was it going to be a breath of the wild open world or are there sections of open world? Like that's not, that's what I was confused about prior to watching the gameplay as of late. And then when they, when they announced the date, that made me more interested than a game that I would be interested normally because I want to play it. I'm more interested to see if if they're able to execute all of their ideas effectively on the 8th or if September 24th we get a pushback date or something. Yeah. Just like a random pushback date, um, which I know would be That's kind of an unorthodox. date. I know. Yeah. <laughs> If, if it happens, people are going. People are going yep. to say you have an insight on Sega. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, that would be a little unorthodox to be to announce a delay that quickly after the, the big grand scale announce that they have. Because I mean, we're at the end of August right now. Mm-hmm. But that game stood out not for my excitement. That game. That game stood out because I was like, really, November eighth. Like when I looked at the like the earlier footage that they had. I thought this was going to be a, a mid to late 2023 release. Um, or maybe they would do the dance that Forspoken did. Because Forspoken is what, on its third or fourth release date at this point? Because it, it was supposed to be back. Yeah. I looked I looked at my pre-order recently and I was like, wow, that was supposed to come out in May. Holy cow. Um, anyway, yep. but that's one that stood out. I don't know what you guys thought about it, if you had any thoughts on what you saw or, if, or, or that date. Expert. I with with the Sonic game, I'm trying to hold too many of my opinions until that game comes out. Yeah, like I I do admit it does look to be something like a Breath of the Wild clone. And I don't know how well like uh, I know the game's coming out for Switch, but I don't foresee myself getting it on Switch just because I'm afraid of performance issues. And with that, with that being said, you know, this really can't be another Sonic 06 because it feels like, and I know I didn't hate Sonic 06 as much as you guys did, like, especially with how buggy and the loading times were. I was just young and dumb. But <laughs> you you really can't have another Sonic 06. Like, this, this game is, like, kind of getting the hype that Sonic 06 was getting. Uh, and if it fails to meet that, not only have you lost out on all of the fans you've had, but you also lose out on all the new fans that are liking you because your movies are doing so well. So it November 8th, like this game has been in development for a while. And I imagine that it's it. They're trying to do their best to polish it up. I just have to hope that Sega isn't trying to force it out too early before, you know, cause Sonic three's already been announced and that's next year again. So it's like, yeah. there's so much like Sonic that I feel like they're just trying to capitalize on what Sonic brings to the table. So if, if that's the case, the game developers just need to make sure that the game runs all right. And even I'd say, even if it's like shorter, like people are going to wish there were more levels, they can add that on later, but the game at least needs to run and not be a mess at, at launch. I really have no faith that this game is going to be good at all. (laughs) that first gameplay they showed which was so bad and then for them to come out and say it's coming out in november i just don't think there's enough time 
for them to fix to make this game decent. I honestly feel like it's going to be another Sonic game that's a dumpster fire. I hope not, because I want Sonic to have good games. I like Sonic as a character, but man, I they better push this back. It better not come out in November. <laughs> They're going to have problems. Calling it September 24th. Is that, that's what I said, right? I'm gonna September 20th. I'm going to put it in my calendar on my phone that I'll, I'll, that day I'm going to wake Expect up and go, the like, Sonic delay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, due to unforeseen circumstances, we're going to have to push back the dates. <laughs> As we all know, COVID has been tough on everybody. And, uh, like, just... Yep. Man. Uh, um, going to something a little bit different. I don't know if you guys thought the same way I did because there was a lot of backlash in the negative sense. But the other one that I wanted to mention, if I were going to pick two, is the gameplay from High on Life, which is essentially the Justin Roiland game, a.k.a. Yep. if you want to play Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, the, the main consensus, or a, a lot of the feedback that I've seen, is actually uh, that it was terrible. And that it seemed like the developers slash Justin Roiland were trying so hard to be the Rick and Morty funny that it ended up being un or not funny. And as a Rick and Morty fan, I didn't think so. I thought the game looked beautiful. I thought that the dialogue between, um, I don't know names yet, but the main and the main protagonist and the gun, which is essentially Morty's voice, was fantastic. And I, I know I have a different take, but I was excited coming out of that. And if this game was not on Game Pass, I would still buy it. Um, I would maybe even pre-order it. I mean, I'm glad it's on Game Pass, just like I'm glad Scorn is and. Um, <laughs> You can't know, forget scorn like... can't forget scorn we just can't, can't... drop scorn and wait if we had an episode always scorn... me. Yep. <laughs> yeah we're How gonna dedicate the entire scorn references that week's <laughs> podcast when it comes out it's going to be about nothing but scorn for an hour yeah. and a half we're going to talk about scorn and i'm going to be silent for an hour and a half that's what <laughs> it's going to be, be silent <laughs> We're going to get scorn shirts. It's going to be me Listen. sitting here, and then at the end, I'm just finally going to lose my brain. I hope you understand that because of this, one of us is going to mention scorn every single podcast now. I know. I know. In some way, we will find a way to bring it up. Yeah, I I subconsciously do it. Like, I didn't yeah. write down to, to mention that. It's just It just comes up. It just comes up. Maybe because I'm looking at Barry and and you, Craig, obviously, as we're talking yep. here, and maybe that's yep. why I just see Barry. And all we and ever talk about is scorn. scorn. Yeah. yeah. All we ever talk about is yeah. Scorn. On our text chains, it's just yep. scorn every scorn. every day. So that's why it's just us constantly <laughs> just... talking about how good scorn's going to be. I mean, yeah. I have a I don't know about you guys, but I have a countdown on my phone for scorn. You have release a scorn date. countdown. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You have a scorn background. Okay. It's my lock screen. Everything scorn. I'm gonna find I need a one shirt. of those. I need. I need one of those like New Year's Eve clocks that have like <laughs> countdown to scorn, and yep. then instead yeah. of like a disco ball, it's whatever weird fleshy ball thing is in one of the <laughs> trailers that drops instead, yep. Yep. and it's yeah. just some weird monster noise that that does that instead. It, yeah, that's that's what we all need here. The only <laughs> thing, in my opinion, that could make scorn 
greater than it is is if they had some sort of collector's edition like uh inside had remember the collector's edition had like the fleshy ball you remember that it was I like do. two it was like two hundred dollars yep. and it was like a it was it, did you play that game craig inside inside i didn't okay so like there's a point in inside where you're being chased by this giant ball of flesh that has like arms and feet sticking out of it and they cool. went so far as to make that giant ball of flesh um and as the collector's edition uh and i don't remember <laughs> the company that made it but like it was like intensely made like as real as possible so it would feel oh, like wow. flesh so if they could do that with scorn man i would probably buy that i feel like they have to yeah 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 but what is it's gonna be like the whole point of this game is that it's gross and phallic yeah, yeah what are they gonna exactly. do it's like a penis gun you yes. can't sell that yes you can i mean you can you definitely can <laughs> you can i would buy they would buy it in secret and Put it at your address, Barry, as to be delivered to. Yeah, that's like the that's like the number one rule of business and supply chain is like there is somebody who will buy something in yep. this world. There is yep. always something that will buy what you think somebody won't buy. <laughs> it's not that they oh won't buy it, but I don't think they can sell that. They totally can. They they probably you couldn't put it on like a major retailer, but you could sell it off of their own website. Right, like yeah. the, whoever yeah, the you're not getting that is. on Amazon. No, no. Um, to your point that you made a while ago, that I'm trying to circle back to now, Craig. Um, I <laughs> so Rick and Morty. I have never watched an episode because I had such a bad taste in my mouth with the diehard Rick and Morty fans that, mm. like, I just I despise the diehard and how obnoxious they were at the time that I never watched Rick and Morty. So I don't I don't have any like tie to that. I think the game looks all right. Like since it's going to be on Game Pass, I'll 100 percent try it. Um, but me specifically, like I didn't find Borderlands 3 humor obnoxious. And I know a lot of people did. So I don't think I'm going to find this game like oh, this humor is just obnoxious and stupid. I'm sure I'll chuckle. Mm. Um, I do think it looks nice. And as long as it plays well, like this is a perfect Game Pass game. Um, it I is. think it'll, I think it'll do pretty well, honestly. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was excited to see it. Go ahead. Yeah. High, high on life for me is kind of a mixed bag. I don't really care for the comedy, to be honest. Mm -hmm. If the game is somewhat fun and somewhat interesting and, you know, it just seems like it, it seems like everything hinges on, okay, you're now an intergalactic bounty hunter. Let's send you out on bounties type thing. And, Maybe the gun's personalities you can connect in with a way and you're able to at least, you know, get to enjoy that little bit. But from the gameplay portion of things like the whole like shooting of the alien that's a kid that's actually 30 years old, the <laughs> the whole like also the whole thing with like the two doors and it's like, tell tell me which one's hotter, blue or red. And it's mm. just like I. I don't know. For me, I don't get it. Like for me, that's not and I'm not I'm not sure if it's meant to be like cringy or funny or annoying or feel out of place. But for me, like I, I I'm sitting there and I'm like, is this what like Rick and Morty comedy is? Is this <laughs> is this what you I mean, guys are so excited about? I mean, it's part of part of what the comedy is. Um, yeah. There's there's. 
there's some that may may go over your head, but that's that's the kind of well, not go over your head. Like, don't make you chuckle is what I mean. It's not like the comedy's going over your head. You're both very smart guys. Um, but there's a certain aspect, and Rick and Morty fans, especially the diehard ones, will die on this hill. I will climb up the hill, but mm-hmm. you know, I will respectfully respect other people's <laughs> opinion for not finding it funny. Yeah. There is a certain way that it's delivered in the comedy, in the uh, an- in the animation, and for for any for what it's worth, the game will attract those fans. Um, and I find it humorous. I think it's just because I've seen the show from front to back. There's even like, for example, the there's certain things in the in the trailer that you'll find if you are a Rick and Morty fan, like all of the weird commercials and television shows that were going on. There's two intergalactic like television episodes where the characters majority of the time find themselves in front of a TV watching intergalactic television, which is insane because there's obviously no um, nothing preventing any particular show being 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 uh, broadcasted. So there's 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 bits and pieces little easter eggs for people like me who like the show to find um i think it'll play as an as a good shooter i don't think the gameplay is going to be amazing i i thought that however much of that city that was in the trailer is interactive i think will be the uh the x factor for me like is that all just pretty background stuff and then you only get to interact with five percent of it or what is it so uh again the point has already been made perfect game pass game Yep, but um, it was it was pretty interesting to see just a little bit more of that gameplay. I definitely wouldn't buy it if it wasn't on Game Pass. A hundred percent, no way. But like, I'll, I'll for sure give it a valid effort. And then, so let's. Um, I was going to say, I'll go ahead and get into the overview of uh, yeah, yeah, the other ahead. announcements at Gamescom. Kind of surprised, and I guess I just want you guys' quick opinions on it. Dead Island Two finally gets a trailer yeah. and a release date. After eight mm-hmm. years of not being shown off, uh, like me personally, wow, February 3rd, this is kind of like really quickly, but I also think that's good on them. Yeah, I think it's good on mm-hmm. them to not have it, you know, show this trailer and be like, OK, September of next year. Like, no, like attack whatever hype that you guys can grab from this game now being announced and now having a, a trailer and a release date for February 3rd. I think I think that's a smart idea, and Dead Island Two fans have to be happy. Yep. I never played the first Dead Island. I don't know if it's any good. I'm one of them. I love the first Dead Island. Riptide wasn't good, uh, but yeah, it's more Dead Island, and I think it looked pretty good as far as like I don't know. I just think it looked impressive. So as long as they can stick the gameplay of what the original one felt like, I'm in. I would say the same. Um, they've had uh, plenty of time for that type of game to evolve and you see bits and pieces in other games. Like I, like we talked about like dying light Two shows a lot of that. It's just that plus parkour yeah. for the most part, you know? So it'll be interesting to see what, what they do. And it's just nice seeing dead Island with up to date visuals as well. Even if it's just the second one, that's one of the things that made me unable to like go back and play dead Island in like the last three years is just i can't look at it anymore <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yeah you know these eyes have been pampered with amazing visuals so yep. you know but it looks you know it looks like it's gonna be good 
Yeah. Gotham Knights is getting a new release date coming out on October 21st. Showed off new major villains as Harley Quinn, Kate Clayface, and also some other villains from the Batman universe. And then we have Hogwarts Legacy uh, with a new trailer showing off a bit more Slytherin, the Dark, uh, you know, the Forbidden Spells, and apparently zombies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's zombies in the movies and books. Yeah. Yeah. For spo- uh, one of more of the things that I'm interested in, so I want to spend a little bit of time on it. The for the Forspoken gameplay. What did you guys mm-hmm. think? I'm still excited to play that game. Mm-hmm. It looked uh, it looks great. It uh, the city, the hub city looked a little bland, but I mean they were running around. I was kind of half paying attention to her talking about the game, half paying attention to like the city that that you know they were walking through but the gameplay looked looked great uh really takes spells to a whole new level and uh i do like i like games that add like a a really cool traversing mechanic and make it really fluid with the character that you're watching as well so those are the things that i took away i mean i'm excited for force woke and i've been excited since before when it was originally released they don't really have to they don't have to prove anything to me anymore I'm just excited to play it. Do you get, I yeah. still get uh horizon vibes from it. Like horizon yeah. zero dawn. Yeah. I just, it looks like yeah. kind of that style. Well, one of the things that I want us to talk about next week is more about like, there's a pretty big conversation going on about the stereotyping that's mm-hmm. going on right now for spoken. And I guess I don't know much about it to comment on it at the moment. I don't know what I do know. It's like something about like the nail polish uh, was was a big thing when the game was in early release. I just I, I need to know more about. There's been a discussion online about like the stereotyping and how like in Justin in Justin Roiland's High on Life game, it's done in like a really satire way and is meant to be sort of, and is kind of very obvious about how funny it's trying to be. Where for spoken stereotyping seems to be more ironic and isn't playing well with fans apparently. We uh, come next week, I'll have more information and try to figure out what's going on or why fans feel that way. But like for me, the gameplay, I thought it looked awesome. I do think the spells like and everything look good. I just wonder at what point do my spells look that good and how when do I finally get to do all the cool stuff? Is it 10 hours in 20 hours in? Is it, it you know, is it near end game that we're seeing all these cool spells that, you know, I won't. I see them do it in the trailer, but will I be able to do it somewhat early in the game to keep me interested in it? Yeah, I also appreciate how fast you can move around the open yeah. world. Yeah, like I love how good, how pretty Horizons world looks. But like, man, it would take oh a long God. time if you didn't fast travel to get from place yes. to place. And it got to the point where I was like, I understand they put a lot of work into making this look beautiful, but like, I just have to fast travel everywhere because I can't. I can't do these 15 minute walks anymore. That's why I stopped playing Red Dead Redemption 2 because it was yeah. just like, oh, my God, just let me get to the missions. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate that. Like you can literally be like zipping around. And I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, you know, and I agree with you, Craig. Horizon never got the mounting system down for me, like the mounts yep. themselves, because the mounts, I mean, in Forbidden West, they were cool. But like uh, for the majority of the time, you had either a clunky one or, you know, like you had your the classic 
um i'm forgetting what the name of the machine is right now but uh it's that gr- the one that's like a grazer that you yeah. get like early on but they had like a more expansive or not more expansive they had a couple more <laughs> machines that you can mount in the in the in the current one but it's still it never i usually ran with aloy 90 yep. percent of the time still like yep. <laughs> and the coolest one you didn't get till the end like the flying yeah. bird one that was a sunwing or that the, was so yeah. cool yeah. but you don't get to tell the very end <laughs> i'm like yeah. give me that one near the beginning because that was awesome but yeah i think forespoken is i don't know anything about the controversy either so i'm gonna have to look into that but that aside i think the gameplay i don't find uh i i saw everybody was kind of complaining about her uh humor her you know sarcasm i don't find that obnoxious at least i didn't from what i've seen so far so i'm still excited for this game cool all right next up is going to be where winds meet uh i thought that trailer looked really awesome uh looks to definitely uh kind of take a a page out of the ghost shishima book where it seems to be based in china it's going to be like super medieval like wise it Another probably samurai-like tale. Uh, I'm all for it. I thought it looked awesome. And as long as it can... uh, I would prefer if it can do a little bit better job on the storytelling aspect. Like, where it goes to Shishima. Like, you got more of the story as long as you played all of the Mm. other characters' side bits. Where I'm hoping that this... This ends up getting the story baked in more where it's not all optional. I just want to, I, I want to experience it the way that they intend it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like this game, like I'm rewatching the trailer now, but like it is ghost of Tsushima, but do you feel like it leans more into like an anime side? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like just some of his moves. I'm like, okay, like I think it looks fun, but it's definitely not as grounded. Is that, I don't know if that's the right way to put it as opposed to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, but yeah, I, I think it should be fun. I mean, to be fair, nothing's there's a, a lot of things that are not going to measure up in terms of like being well-rounded like Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. That, <laughs> True. They, I don't, they, they, they A to Z executed that almost to perfection. Yeah. But it looks fun. It's just a couple other small things. Hideo Kojima starting a podcast called Brain Structure. Yes. That was a weird little segment <laughs> in the show, but so be it. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> I, ha- I have to. I like Metal Gear Solid and the He's whole gonna like, ramble Metal Gear universe that much. For, for hours about what his favorite band is at the moment. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. I'll listen to five minutes of it and, yeah. and power through it. You know? <laughs> yep. I'm excited. Uh, Atlas Fallen. That was the gameplay trailer that seemed to have wizards and. I don't remember. I, 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 there was a lot in that trailer, but I thought it like they had really cool like monster design that was made of sand, and that you were yeah. just kind of gathering a bunch of different elements as well. I thought the game looked cool. It's just I fear it's another it's another looter shooter, and for me like I looter shooters I just don't get into very often. I just mm-hmm. feel like the the looting and the grinding portion of things is never fun enough for me. So, kind of looks like a monster hunter. Yeah, it that's does. The, yeah. There's large hammers and such yeah. involved, and yeah, okay. The traversal across the sand looked good. 
Yeah. So you you guys may know about this because I have no idea and it meant nothing to me. Killer Clown is getting uh yeah. its multiplayer yeah. game. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I have no idea when any you never of that watched is. The movie? No. No. It came really? out in nineteen eighty seven. No. That doesn't 19... matter. People that's like a cult classic. It is a ne- cult classic. Never watched it, but that also might be because I am deathly afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that in, would be part of it, probably. In, also, in this area, game looks like crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it does enough. look like crap. I signed up for uh, the beta, though, but yeah, it looks terrible. <laughs> with on my portion of things, and I'll explain it a little bit. Is where I kind of grew up a little bit. There was a there was a, a amusement park that did like October like haunt fest, and I could do the scarecrows. I could do the zombies i could do all the haunted houses but the moment we got toward the clown stuff i'm like you know what that ain't me dog <laughs> that I ain't me dog <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll do anything else you want to go in the haunted cornfields i'll go in the haunted cornfields go yeah. ahead uh, i'm all right with that but anything with clowns nah nah get me away <laughs> i ain't no I, ain't, me, I ain't messing with those things man yeah i think like uh like my wife was terrified as a kid because they made her watch killer clowns from outer space i just think it's a it's a movie that if you were to watch now is like it's very funny because it's so over the top and like i don't know i i still think i was just in uh spirit today and they have like a life-size 300 animatronic of one of them i'm like man i don't have that kind of nostalgia for this movie but like i i don't know it's a cool movie i just we don't need a game at all we don't we don't (laughs) There is. And like, that's the next question is what mm-hmm. scary movie from the nineties or eighties or seventies is going yep. to get, how long do you think 25 years from now, because I'm just going by when games are being mm-hmm. created from what decade and such like that. Do you think we get like a ring multiplayer hide from, uh, from maybe. the well game? Like, and then is there going to be a grudge game in 26 years? And then like, even, like, like, that's what we're, it seems is is happening. We don't need this game, uh-uh. and you know what? What Killer Clowns reminds me of also from like around the same area in terms of movies is like Mars Attacks. Like it's like that cheesy yep. comedy. Uh, humans have like fifty percent of the intelligence they normally have while these <laughs> things are killing them, kind of thing. And we don't need this game. There's not enough hype. With Killer Clowns, it's not like there's been... I don't know if there's been a group ranting and raving to get them back, you know. Uh, but no. no, there isn't. I don't... Yeah, there, there is not. And, this game's uh, going to have a dead multiplayer section in like six months after it comes out. Yeah. There's going to well, be people just, who try it and I, test it. and then, no. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like uh, like the, all they're trying to do is kind of catch on with the, uh, what is it, se- Seven Nights to Die or... Yep, and Friday the 13th. And Friday, and Friday the, the 13th. 13th. Like, those yep. games are and taking Evil advantage Dead. of... Evil yeah, Dead, the, yep. Yeah, they're trying to take advantage of, like, the, the copyrighted killer multiplayer type thing. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, and, and it's the same thing with what feels like to be Left for Dead games right now. Now we have these games out and now the market's going to get so saturated to the Mm -hmm. point where, okay, none of these games stick and they sell terribly. And then people lose their jobs because, (laughs) you know, they're like, oh, we need to do something like this. 
And then it's yeah. like, well, it, you know, there already is an established player base for these games, and it's not easy to move them from their established yeah. play from their established games. So, you know, we're going to get this game and you guys are right. I have a feeling that within three months or, you know, the the hardcore fan base that's screaming for this game, I guess, <laughs> um, is going to be very disappointed at the fact that the game sells terribly and they stop supporting it within a year. Yeah, agreed. Watch us be wrong. Watch us be the one that takes off. This is the one. <laughs> that's It's one way of thinking about it. Yeah. And lastly, on my end, the Lords of the Fallen. Uh, if you guys watch this trailer, it had a really corny uh, mother track uh, yeah. over it. It looks yes. like medieval Dark Souls, pretty much. It looks to be exactly just like a Dark Souls game. I'm all for mm -hmm. it. Give me more of it. Uh, I don't know. It's just something about like knights, magic, and like the kind of enemy design of that era that I really enjoy. So, what was, I, what was that other one? Was it also called Lords of Fallen? So this is Lords a reboot of, of, of the game. 2014 game. Because I like that game. I I played it not too long ago. Okay, there you go. You're okay, you're getting so, a reboot. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I like that game yeah. a lot. But that's all the news we have for this week. Hopefully that's enough for you guys. There are there's also like a ton of other, I will say, Gamescom announcements, but there's kind of too many to go over all at once. And I think for the most part, all of the big news is what we've talked about here, yep. especially. So we're going to go ahead and get into games played this week, which for yeah. me, I played the Splatoon 3 Splatfest demo. The Dio Field Chronicles demo has come out on Switch as well. And most likely what will take up the rest of my um, probably the rest of my holiday season here. Soul Hackers 2. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, this past week was Saints Row week. Saints Row finally oh, yeah, came yeah. out. But also not to be forgotten is I played some Soul Hackers 2, baby. Whoa. Are we going to have the trifecta talk about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Three people we... talking about yeah. Soul Hackers what? <laughs> Yep. What'd you play, Craig? Let me guess. I, Soul Hackers I 2, did, baby. <laughs> I did not play Soul Hackers. <sighs> I did. So Soul Hackers 2. I don't have a lot of games played. I really don't have a lot of watch, but we'll get to that either. But I did. I beat Call to the Lamb. Okay. And But I, I talked about it for the majority of the time last week. So I really don't have much to say besides the game is still great. And then Soul Hackers 2. I'm excited to talk for all three of us to talk about the same game. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, like, the, the, the problem is, is Craig is playing Soul Hackers 2 so he can make fun of us. He he probably hates the game. You don't know if I game. like it or don't like it. You're absolutely right. Less I, haven't, I haven't texted any of you about it. You didn't even know I was going to play it. You don't right. know this what I'm going to say. There is You're less right. reading. That's in our favor. There's a lot of dedicated, a lot uh, of dedicated. There's less reading. Of, well, then some of the others, <laughs> some of the other games that okay. we've been making fun of. Yeah, yeah, I, of I already know where this is going. In <laughs> All right. What? I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and get into my two demos because they're yes. demos, not real actual games. Uh, Splatoon 3 Splatfest. Uh, it's pretty Splat. much a demo. It's pretty much they're pretty much testing the servers to make sure that they're going to be able to handle everybody coming in when the game releases splatoon still plays well i i kind of splatoon is this guilty pleasure for me because it's such a simple shooter it's not like call of duty where i like well they are adding more guns to the game but 
you don't have 16 different assault rifles, 10 different sniper rifles, five diff different machine guns. Like, I like the simplicity of the fact that, okay, this is the gun I get. This is what I'm going to be working with. This gun has a particular special I could use, and if I and if I like it, great. If not, I need to switch to another gun and learn another gun type of thing. I I thought the technical demo went over well. I, you know, one thing I suggest everybody to do is, yeah, the gyroscope is kind of fun, but just turn it off. Uh, <laughs> like the motion control type thing, it, it's a cool gimmick at first, and maybe I'll play it during story mode because it might add a little bit something to it. But for multiplayer, I play with the motion controls off. But the the maps are fun. They're pretty big, which I like. It doesn't feel like it's always claustrophobic and me getting right into the action. It's kind of a, a, a little bit more of a buildup between that. And I, th I, I honestly think that this is in line to be like the best Splatoon that they've released. And I'm excited for that. Uh, it's good. It, it, this type of shooter isn't for everybody. Like, I'll just be flat out honest in that is that it's it is a shooter that is like trying to have fun with itself it's not like this super serious call of duty medal of honor battlefield game it's trying to be colorful fun and welcoming and every time i load into the game i always feel welcomed i guess uh and always feel like i could whatever whenever i load into the game i know i can play a couple games and i'm not going to have the most horrible time of my life like where if i play warzone i can play seven games and know that I might be in for the worst night of my life <laughs> in, <laughs> yeah. in seven straight games of Warzone. Splatoon's not that bad. So I I'm uh I'm overall very optimistic for Splatoon. Okay. Good. Next up is the Dio Field Chronicles, uh another Square Enix turn based game. The anime. art is fantastic. It's an anime game, so again <laughs> the art is fantastic. I love the turn based strategy of it. It definitely feels like a triangle strategy type of game. Like we're now, I feel like much like I said about like oversaturation of the market, we're starting to get there where Fire Emblem has really had like a hold on this market for a while. We're now getting into the point where, you know, triangle strategy and now we're getting into the Dio Field Chronicles with it as well. Uh, it does seem to be more like war wartime strategy where, that is a lot of what triangle strategy does, but it's also about all of like the, the making decision type things that triangle strategy really tries to put in you. But the deal field chronicles, I thought, uh, I think it's a good technical demo again. It's anime and I really, really love the art and the, and the, uh, the voice acting. It's really good. Awesome. So uh, I, let's talk, a... let's talk about the most controversial game. Uh, Saints row two. Or Saints Row reboot. It's I just say. Saints Row. Come on now. I thought you were going to say, were Sorry. Gonna say Scorn. Sorry. Okay. Um, first and foremost, it's getting uh, it's pretty is pretty controversial right now, isn't it? A lot of people. Yeah, it hate is. It. Yeah. People standing up for it. Everybody who hates it, y'all need to shut up. Um, let me just put it this way. I've said this before. Saints Row Three is where the series took off, right? That's the one that everybody looks at as like the pinnacle. Whereas for me, Saints Row 2 was like the highlight of this series. 3 was fun. I really liked 3, but that's when you started getting into the craziness, right? That's when they came up with the crazy weapons. That's when you were like flying everywhere, like jetpacks and stuff. Yeah. Whereas Saints Row 2 is where it was still 
like Saints Row 1 was a complete GTA ripoff. Saints Row 2, they're like, let's kind of go our own little way. Let's make it a little bit crazy or not so like down to earth, like gritty, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Saints Row, this reboot is doing what I wanted them to do, which is to take the crazy. Let's tone it back down to where Saints Row 2 was and let's start there again, um, because for me personally, that's what I wanted and that's what I got. Um, I think the characters uh, are an important part of any Saints Row game, and I appreciate that they're not as obnoxious as some of the Saints Row characters were in the later games. Um, I, At its core, Saints Row has always been like you start your gang, you get your headquarters and then you start building it up and putting money into it, um, decorating it how you want. I've always appreciated just like GTA that like you can decorate and customize your cars in a million different ways. Um, but yeah, that's all the stuff that I loved in Saints Row 2. They have taken here and retooled it to be better. I think the story is pretty good. Um, I don't have any issues with it. I'm having a blast. I think it's absolutely fantastic i can understand where people are like oh man i really like the zany uh over the top saints row and i'm not getting that anymore but i'm on the opposite end of that so i'm gonna be like yes this is exactly what i wanted um this is what i was hoping it would be and i knew from the second i started the game that's what i was gonna get and i appreciated that um so for me this is going to be probably one of my higher games of the year. And I know it's getting absolutely just blasted review wise right now, but I'm telling you right now, it's probably going to be in my top 10 at the end of the year. Easily. You know, I'll have to take your, I'll have to take your recommendation to heart. I, yeah. I, I, I really like should like saints row. I like kind of zany mm-hmm. uh, t- type of things that kind of suspend realism for a le- for at least a little bit. And I, I should give it a shot. I I'm glad like you at least recommend it because everybody I've talked to says or everybody I should say listen to says to just to pass on it because the game is in like a broken state unplayable game crashing glitches like I like funny glitches which apparently there's a there's a decent amount of like really funny glitches which I'm Mm -hmm. all for like give me more of those oh yeah Uh, yep but if you think so then I, I have to give it a shot I know a lot of people like say that and I'm not sure there's this one portion in the game where you're setting up a heist for your teammates mm-hmm. and your teammates go in it, but you sit in the car and let the and wait and watch them do it, which mm-hmm. I will have to say, like, definitely doesn't sound like fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I get I guess we have to see what happens like with the rest of it. <laughs> right. Like that's like there, there are certain things about that are coming out about the coming out about the game where it's like, oh, I might have to wait just to try it because. It, right. It, I have seen that like there are definitely glitches for sure. Um, And they have I think they just put out a patch like a big patch. I haven't had any game breaking glitches, um, so I can't speak to those. I'm sure they're out there. I just I don't understand where we got to the point where everybody's like you have to either love GTA and hate Saints Row or love Saints Row and hate GTA. Like there's room for both. They're not identical games at their core there. They are this, you know, it's an open world gang related game. But like they are so different that I don't understand why everybody's like, well, GTA is the best. So like this game, don't even touch it. It's terrible. It sucks no matter what they do. I think there's room for both, especially since Rockstar doesn't seem to have any 
rush or urgency to put out another GTA. They just want to sit yeah. back and take the yeah. GTA online money. So that yes, somebody like Saints Row should come in and take some of that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I have come to peace with the fact that most people are probably going to say this game sucks. It's awful. But my opinion is going to be completely different of that. And I respect that. You know, I also did, did, did not give Saints Row a try um, at, or as as big of a try as I should. Not that I was ever downplaying it. I just never stepped into the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I might go alongside with what Barry's saying and I might give it a shot this go around, you know, like yeah. you gave a, a very convincing argument as well. Yeah. Um, and I haven't had enough people in my life tell me positive things about Saints Row. <laughs> I've definitely had enough people tell me negative things about Saints Row. Right. Um, just as a series. And it, it, part of it probably is just the it's not GTA thing, but there is enough money in the market and demographic in the market and not enough people doing it as well as either game for both games to exist and exist um, to the fan base and extended fan base that they should, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know like Saints Row two has not aged well. Right. And like, I always recommend that game, but going back and playing it now, if you don't have an infinity for it's probably terrible. Um, But what I would say to get like a feel of, what saints row does differently as opposed to gta if you look up on youtube there is a mission in saints row 2 that i don't even remember the name of the mission that's not important but as you're driving to the mission and you have one of your your uh companions right one of your friends in the car with you um on the radio and this will speak to the time it came out uh neo the so sick you remember that song oh yeah i remember that song. okay so that comes on while you're driving to the uh, yeah. mission and you and your companion will start. They start singing this song as they're driving and it like it. They're so bad and it's hilarious. And to me, like that was the heart. That was the moment playing that game back then on like the 360 where I was like, this is like something different that they did that I thought was so cool and so funny. I literally like stopped the car before I got to the mission just so I could hear the whole thing. Yeah, and it's thing, like, yeah. that's the kind of stuff I like that Saints Row yeah. does like those small things in there. So yeah, I, I can't recommend playing Saints Row two today, but at least look that up to get an idea of what I think the heart of a Saints Row game is. Okay. Okay. So Craig and I have both gone into the demos and Craig went into Saints yeah. Row. Craig, I want you to give us the soul hackers too. No, he hates well, it. He hates it. He hates it. No, 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 no. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to start. So for me, yep. as a, as a new, hold on, let me get comfortable at, as, as a new Atlas fan, as a, yep. in the last two or three year Atlas fan, as a person who has said, on this podcast and to close friends and family that he will basically purchase whatever Atlas drops because they have proven themselves to him. I saw essentially a medium straight down the line version of Shin Megami Tensei and Persona. And I'm oh freaking K with it. So leaning towards the more Shin Megami Tensei, you have 
a more demon type of world where Persona 5 more so leans towards the depths of souls, uh, people's souls and what they're feeling on the inside and such like that. After playing that and then going to Shin Megami Tensei where it's just straight up demons all the time. And, <laughs> you know, and then coming into this where it's more of a lighthearted delivery of such. Um, I like that you get thrown in this world. They tell you the story in the beginning. They have the classic cutscenes that you would expect from an Atlas game. The amount of time it would take to kind of flesh out in addition to tutorial time. They essentially get you all five characters that you're basically going to be playing as out the get-go. So I don't, I don't want to make this sound like a, a difference between like a Shin Megami Tensei and a, uh, and a Persona, but Persona 5, you, you still were getting characters 60 hours in. Like, depending on how long you played, you got like a new character. You know, here they're like, here they are. Here's what they do. Um, there are two twins that essentially have the ability after being created by what is essentially information itself, the internet itself and information itself. They're trying to stop a plot. World is about to be destroyed, which is 90% of games anyway. Yep. Twins come in. They One twin resurrects the other three characters that you're going to play with the rest of the game in the first five hours. And I was like, I I'm down. All right. Music's great. The shops have the shoppy music. Um, Barry texted me and he was like, Yo, what did you say? The music slaps. Oh, yeah, this um, music slaps. This music slaps. The shops have shoppy music. I never the dungeons the have opening. dungeon I watch music. the opening every single time. Stop oh, the it. opening is fantastic. <laughs> the opening is fantastic. Um, I want to get the soundtrack as soon as possible already. Um, what I like is I like that combination of the persona i'm going into the cities and i'm talking to people and i'm gathering like you know my friendship levels to try so that eventually through the power of friendship i will level up which is how atlas takes anime works. life and puts yep. it into yeah exactly everybody hold um, hands <laughs> exactly uh and i i really kind of enjoy that portion because after a nice dungeon I'm, i don't know if you guys are still like this i'm still like a kid in this after a long dungeon i still like going back to like the hub area it just feels great you go back you upgrade yourself you take a breath you just beat something hard and you come back and all your friends are waiting for you and they're like how's that how are things going you know um but what where the game succeeds for me is it does things from both genres or both sorry both families of games under the atlas umbrella that i like i get the the dark world is ending plot i have the same demons that they keep recreating and recreating and recreating it's the same ones that i'm used to used to from all the other atlas games You're, that's not going to be unfamiliar there's a couple of new ones to me but i haven't played every atlas game and then they also take the colorful side. There's a lot of purple in this game. I don't know if you guys know purple is my favorite color. There is a lot As of purple purple's on behind game. you right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. That's perfect. <laughs> so they take there's a lot of color in this game, and they really take um the characters. Um Ringo's wearing this awesome jacket. My wife came in while I was playing and she was like, I want Ringo's jacket in her boots. Like they they really <laughs> made they really made the characters and the environment look a lot better. And coming from Shin Megami Tensei Five, which is very Switch bland colored, <laughs> to this like PS Five colorful world was a nice transition for me. I'm about 
10 or 15 hours in. They have your standard fetch quests that you get from in town and you go from here to there. The shops could be more centralized for me. There's like 85 shops and you have to keep going to like the map isn't set up correctly for me because they're like individual on the map. And then the area where two of the shops are is on the map. So that's like a small thing of mine, but I like the dialogue. I can't get over Milady, not that's not her name. I see I them say hate that name so much. <laughs> I know that's Melody. not how you pronounce it, but stop <laughs> it. Stop it. There's no we... reason to name somebody. I know that's not how you pronounce it, to name them Milady. Stop it. <laughs> I want to hear more from no, I want to hear more from Craig on this. Because I'm essentially I'm 90% to yeah i'm like 90 percent into my point and i know barry's gonna say some things that i'm probably thinking as well i want to hear more about no, your thoughts go ahead, on barry. lady go ahead barry <laughs> so just for me he he does and craig does mention a lot of the points that i like about it as well um it, it does feel like a really good mixture of the two and i definitely do prefer the bright and more colorful world in this kind of uh, man what is the there's like a word for it that's almost like cy Tokyo cyberpunk type of type of vibe to it where it's like neon green, purple. It's mm -hmm. all this type of like colors that I like and enjoy because it's different from uh, Persona, which doesn't really ever get that colorful other than like the the uniform that the students wear. And then, yeah. as you <laughs> mentioned with Shin Megami Tensei, it's literally just sand colored everywhere is what it is. Um, it's just sand. Yeah, it's just sand everywhere. That's but, all they could do on the Switch. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to the other stuff, uh, like one of the things that I do think that needs to eventually happen here is I do think they need to start like redesigning the demons and making it so it like it, it is a sense of familiarity with me when I go into these games. But it's also something where it's like, oh, it's the same. It's the same demons I've been playing with for the past seven years where that yeah. needs to kind of start to show some progress here. They can't just continue to reuse the same demons in my mind. They just can't. They need to eventually scrap and make something new. And I get that these demons are based off of like things like Norse, um, uh, Greek, like Chinese, Christian, Japanese, all like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's all about like yeah. mythology and religion in that type of sense. So I get that these characters do have, or like the demons do have like their standard looks to them, but maybe throw them like in the back end of the game. And then I get that familiarity. I, I would like to jump into the game and feel something brand new in a way where it's not just, yeah. you know, the first D the first demon you ever get to see is the pixie or like Jack Frost. And yeah, those are, Every those time. are staples. Yes. In the, in you mean these the furry? Games. Those are the those are the weedles and caterpies and 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 pidgeys of the game. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess really the only other kind of bad thing I have to say about it is I think the camera angle's stupid. Uh, I I don't yep. I don't know how to explain it, it, but it's kind of like they it's too low. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. It's too low. Like I get yep. and. I don't know if they're trying to sell the sexuality that like Ringo has or that Feig <laughs> has or that any of them have, but 
just no. like why just, would they just, they would never just go higher never. why why do yeah. i have to yeah. why do i have to feel like i'm slightly below ringo's butt and like or at have least to let see... you change it yeah and i know you can i just don't okay. know like if you could specifically change the height i do remember seeing okay. camera options in there i just need to see whether or not they allow you to go higher if i can go higher okay great but if it's like if it's centered like that i just thought it was really weird and stupid it was it took some getting used creepy. to because mm -hmm. it's yeah it feels creepy and yep. i like i just yep. don't know if like oh man i get to watch ringo's heels and puddles <laughs> in that first level like i i yep. don't know what the point is just like make make it so like i feel like personal with the character but not like a creep uh I, I don't know it, it's it's a weird thing that i i need to get used to or even fix so that's they know their audience. that's where i am but i <laughs> i do really <laughs> like this game i think that the world is very unique and i like that mm. i like this whole you know and and it's a typical anime story where everything goes wrong within the first 10 seconds and it's like okay like i get it like there's a reason everything's gone wrong in the first 10 seconds. Like it's going to amount to something here, but uh, the where persona kind of tends to tackle like high school drama and a little bit more of like evil corporations. This one has to do with Ringo dealing a lot with like learning about humanity. Cause she's really stuck up. Like she, she like, she likes to pretend she knows everything because she's a information, like literally born of a computer. And she doesn't really understand how humans interact with stuff. And I just kind of like that storyline in a way. It's kind of like how Raised by Wolves, like that really weird show for me. It's like the androids don't really know much about how like humans feel and how humanity works and like the afterlife and everything like that, where Ringo starts to learn it through her many characters that she gets to interact with. Uh, but yeah, like it's yeah. those couple bad things. But overall, like I'm... I'm full. I'm full on for Soul Hackers too, and I'm hacking more souls after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's you know what's funny, Barry. You bring up a good point because they did this in um, Persona Five Strikers with well, yeah, with Sophie. Yeah, where it, there there was another thing that or another specifically information born thing that was learning humanity, but they did it in a persona way with a persona feel, you know, a bunch of friends adopted. They, they treat it like high school. If a new kid was coming in and they just show her through decision-making what humanity is like, but this one, you're right where um, Ringo and fig are learning in the way that it should happen in the soul hackers world, which is a little bit, a dark uh, like a darker I would more say, adult tone. a little bit dark exactly so you bring up a great point there it's gonna it's great i can't wait to play it again that's what i'm gonna be doing that all right craig game, so. tear tear down all my hopes and aspirations tell me how much you hate this game and tell me how this much this game sucks uh... so bad yeah i knew it I'm there kidding. it is i'm just kidding um i had some points that i wanted to make sure i brought up so we need to hit the brakes and we okay. need to go all the way back to the beginning Okay. All the way back. Take yourself all, right. all, take yourself all the, all way, the back. way back to the beginning. Okay. I want to go to the very first video cutscene when <laughs> they're explaining the world. Okay. Do you remember it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
I have never seen such a big amount of word vomit <laughs> to try and just throw as many big words as they can out there to try to sound smart. And what comes out is the most incoherent nonsense. I like the story. I think the story is cool. But I was literally watching that intro and I was I was laughing. I was like, yeah. I don't know if it's is it maybe a translation thing, you know, like going to English, maybe. But like the amount of gigantic words that they were throwing out there. I'm like, this is so unnecessary. And you're trying to make yourself sound so much smarter than this needs to be. We get it. The world is ending. You got to save these two people. That's all I needed. But instead, you get this like 15 minute thing about information. And I couldn't even tell you because I was like, this is so stupid. So dumb. But anyway, <laughs> I had to start with that because I had to bring that up. I was like, this is like anytime a word does the word vomit thing. I always find it hilarious. And I always chuckle because I'm like, you're just trying to impress yourself at this point. But I like the characters. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, in-depth time with with Persona and Shin Megami Tensei because I haven't played Shin Megami Tensei at all. I played Persona 5 for like 15 hours before I stopped. Um, I enjoy the battle system coming from somebody who's new, right? Newish to this I like style. the battle system. Okay. I like, I like progress, the progress, boys. <laughs> I like the battle system. Yeah. I, I like the idea of when you find the attack that's a weakness that you get to a, have a bonus attack afterwards. I like that. Stack. that that's mm -hmm. cool. Like to me, I was like, this is very cool. Um, I was going to bring up the camera angle, but you already did. Um, it is very creepy. Let, if I can change it, that would be great. Um, I'll take a look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the characters are a little obnoxious, but I think they're supposed to be right. So I don't take offense to that. I'm like, yeah, she's a know-it-all because she knows it all. <laughs> right. That, know -it -all right. Every, like that's, that's every, how I take yeah. it. Um, I don't have any issue with how the story starts. I was kind of like, oh, okay, we got to go save these two people. I'm ready. And they're both dead. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like I was like, okay, all right, let's, and, I see where we're going. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, am I going to finish this game? Who knows? Probably not because there's a million other games and this is going to be a, 3000 hour game i can already tell um yeah. but i'm enjoying my time with it i don't hate it uh it was just that intro to me was laughable but after i got through that what is that like 30 minutes or so 20 minutes i think it, it's definitely toward 20 it's not 30 let's yeah. not be dramatic here craig <laughs> i i love it's it cracks me up every time when they give you the big intro cutscene. you're like all right i got the story and then it goes to your first dungeon right and you're like all right here comes my five minute non-cutscene but talking got it yeah. all right got control let me walk five feet cut tutorial <laughs> every time every game i'm like all right i got control let's go and i gotta put the controller down again <laughs> every time and i also thought it was I also thought it was hilarious that every time there's a cutscene in the bottom right corner is the button to skip. Like they're like, we know you want to skip this. You, we yeah. know you're tired. Just press the button and it never goes away. It's always in the corner. Like, hey, do you want yeah. us to auto advance these? Hey, do you want to skip this cutscene? I was like, do you not even care about your cutscenes? Is that why you're putting that there? Because most games it's invisible until you press start. Right. And then it pops up and it's like, are you sure you want to skip? 
Um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. It's always in the corner. Like they know they're like, you don't want to listen to this. <laughs> you don't want to listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not terrible. It won't. I don't think it'll end up on like a top 10 for me. Cause I, I can almost guarantee you, I won't put the, I'll be generous. The hundred hours, 100 hours it takes to beat this game. There's just too many other games. I'm trying to get through saints row. We got NBA coming out and then a bazillion other games. So it'll probably get lost. But for the time being, I'm having a good time. So I didn't hate it, Perry. That's that's like the most positive. We have a consensus game of the year. We can stop the podcast. We don't have to do anything else. I will fight both of you if you put this anywhere higher than five. I will fight. What if the rest of the games are bad? This is going to this is going to beat out. This is going to be the other protocol. There's no way this is a top five game of the year. I I can entertain in my mind if you guys both think this is top 10, but this game is literally doing absolutely zero things new. Zero. Nothing in this game hasn't been done before. Nothing. Yeah, but like, yeah, but but here's the thing. Like, what if Callisto nope, Protocol sucks? I'm it not going to count Last of Us because it's technically just like a yeah, remastered graphical overhaul. God of yep. War shouldn't suck, but what if that sucks? Right. Uh, Gotham Knight could absolutely suck. Oh yeah, um, Gotham could. That could. Uh, right, let do me you just know, see. Do you realize that I keep a list on my phone throughout the year of my top games of the year, and I have seventeen right now. Yeah, so I bet you, yeah, that sounds about right. I bet you you do too. <laughs> I do. Exactly. But it could. Get, There's but already like going to the, be a ton of anime games. This one does not deserve to be in there, and you know it. But if the <laughs> ending is good enough, I'm going to throw it, it up be. there. If I it get that be. same empty feeling I get when I beat Persona 5, because like I, I realize I have nothing left <laughs> to live for in this life, I'm going to put it number one. Barry, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm looking at my list. This is, I have my top games, right? Soul Hackers is be... number three. If you even try to put this higher than Golf Plus... <laughs> I will fight then golf you. Plus. You golf plus is no golf, 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 golf plus to be is high. Really, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I absolutely Thank agree you. with that. Get, get, I'm sorry, Barry. First impressions. First impressions. First impressions, Barry. How high do you think Soul Hackers Two can get on your list, just from what you've played thus far? How high do you actually think it can get on your this list? This is a top twenty game. A nine. I think you got a nine. Okay. You okay. think you can get a nine? That's fair. Yeah, I, that's the. I, I would be okay with fair. that. I, okay with that. I, I'm giving some points down because we are seeing a lot of the same stuff that we're seeing. It's definitely not yep. a 10. It's not like that fresh masterpiece that was Persona 5 that it'll always get compared to. But sure. yeah. I could definitely see like 9, high 8, like if it hits all the right notes. It's okay. not doing anything new. It's not a bad game. I'm enjoying it. I just there's nothing here that's new that is like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And and I do agree I mean, with you, fair. but but here's yeah. the thing. And and other Craig knows about this at the end of like beating a game like Persona 5. And I know I keep bringing up Persona 5, but it's because these games yeah. share so many similarities at the end of Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal. I sat there in my chair just like watching the credits roll. Like, what do I do with my life after this game? Yeah. <laughs> if I feel the same way, that's how I know it's a nine at, le- okay. at maximum. Yeah, okay, so very. Uh, you felt that way too, Craig. I know you did. I like, did. After, after I, you put I, 200 plus hours to a game, into a game, have to do that. like, 
you shouldn't have to, but your connection like, with these yeah, characters. And then it was and then it was over and I was like, but where did my friends go? Like, exactly. You know, like, exactly. That's, that's, I could still name the entire cast of Persona go. 5 Royal. I could still name them all. As if I had it uh, like and I haven't played that game in three or four plus years now. I forget when Royal came yeah. out. But it's been, it's been like that hey, long now. Just tell me this real quick. Shoot. Yeah. Will this game will this game be higher on your list than Horizon Forbidden West? I don't think so. I don't think you can straight face say yes. I don't think I don't <laughs> Will this game be higher on your list? Will it be higher than Golf Plus? There's there's a chance. There is a chance, for sure. Okay. Will it be higher than Vampire Survivors? <laughs> yeah, I'd say yeah. I'm going yeah. through my list right now. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I I like Vampire <sighs> Survivors, but remember that it that game it does one thing in particularly well. That is what that game does. Yeah, and it's new. There isn't much to that game. Okay. Will it be there higher are... than Stray? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it'll be higher. Will it be higher than Elden Ring? Elden, I'm Elden to look Ring at the games is a, on my list that you've played. Elden Ring is a really oh, well, tough you don't like one Elden for Ring, me. So. Hey, it's not that I don't like it. It's <laughs> there's a lot going on with Elden Ring. Okay. See, it doesn't deserve to be in the top five. Is all I'm trying to say. But ninth, maybe top ten. Barry. Sure, I mean I could see that argument. I'm just saying, I just know there's no way this game cracks top five at the end of the year. No way. Because of those ones that you said it wouldn't be higher, you still have God of War coming. You still Could have suck. Callisto Protocol. Could and suck. you have other games coming out. Harry, you're just trying to be <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate. to what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Here. I exactly have. There's no way God of War is going to suck. Absolutely zero. It can't. There's See, you no guys, way. You guys put all this hype behind it, but I'm gonna ask you a question. What about? It's not hype. To... It's it's. It, it, there's no hype. There's no hype. It's 100 conviction that this game will be executed perfectly. Oh yeah. Will you oh, guys yeah. be? Will you just, guys be they... so blinded by the by the whiff <laughs> of a god of war <laughs> that? Despite the fact that that game may be broken and sucks, you guys will be like, "Wow, this is the greatest it game won't. ever made." I've been brainwashed by Santa. That's as close as that's as close to a sure thing released. as you can get. Yeah, I do believe. Okay, I do. Yeah. I, I do All believe. Right, so it's like draft. Like I, I do think God of War I'm, is going okay. to be fantastic. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm looking at oh, the, p- the potential of Callisto Protocol. I mean, I could go with you on that. That could suck, right? That there's a yeah, possibility. There, yeah, not very. Likely, I'm looking though. at. Right. I'm looking at for you. This isn't for me. This is for you, Barry. I'm looking at Pokemon Scarlet, right? And the other Pokemon won't suck for you. God of War won't suck. Modern Warfare 2 more more than likely will not suck. Bayonetta 3 will not suck. Uh, I I can even... Well, I can't say that one. I was going to say the new PGA Tour because they put Tiger Woods back on the cover. Yo, but, don't uh, even get me started on PGA Tour. It's back, baby. We got <laughs> golf games back. Yep. It's back, baby. Yep. Right, Splatoon 3 for you. Last of Us Part 1 for you. I don't know. I just, I don't. I well, Last don't, of Us but Last of Us Part 1, I'm not counting because it is like that. It's, it's, it is technically a risk. You can. I'm, I'm counting the Uncharted one. 100%. Oh. 
Hmm. Anyway, okay, I'll keep that I got in mind. Way off the rails there. Yeah. No, I love this. I, I, that's because that's because you want to. It's just because yeah, it's just because you want to hear me say Soul Hackers Two is not a top five game, which it's potentially not. it could find its way into five. Nope. Could. I think that's a big thing to say, Barry. And nope. I'm on the Soul Hackers <laughs> Two train with you. I am on the It's a Good Game train with you. If it cracks your top five, I'm gonna that be just, flabbergasted. If it if it cracks <laughs> yeah. the top Especially five, after it, the, it shows how the I, how bad the other games were later. <sighs> but that's not. But there's no. already been at least five game of the year games that are. Oh nice. yes, like, this year. And this year, there's already been games that have come out already that we've played that are better. Like that should be in that top five. We'll see, yes, Barry. We'll see. I love it. Whatever. I love it. Now the suspense is killing me, and I can't wait till our top. I can't wait uh, till our top. He's gonna fight for it just out of spite, too. I love it. And I'm it, gonna it, it pop off win. if I can get it to five. He won't win. He won't win. There's you're no turning way. into a little gangster now, man. Yeah, you'll pop win. off. I don't. Nope, not a chance. You will anyway. see me visibly get out of my chair anyway. and scream, "Let's effing go!" <laughs> if I can find it in the top Let's five. Go. You won't. There's no way guaranteed it won't be in the top five you know two people are playing it right now and three people are even playing it if yeah if and i'm confident that craig will not have it in his top five you don't know <laughs> you never know you never know we'll see you can put in your top we'll five see. in your personal list there's no way wait you won't you even have find... it in the top five of your personal list wait till you guys Get find out, out god of war ragnarok is just you playing as a turtle or something like that <laughs> and it's oh just God. completely off the rails <laughs> they made the the boy so obnoxious that it's almost unplayable That's exactly the only thing there I we go atreus <laughs> becomes so obnoxious that you can't yep. play the game anymore <laughs> all right but let's get out of the game's territory because we've talked enough about them let's go into <laughs> movies and tv shows uh, for me, I'm going to put down. I've watched Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, the new anime movie that came out for the Dragon Ball There's series. There's two supers in it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. It's. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the I title hate either. Anime, but you don't hate anime. You loved <laughs> yes, Mugen Train. That was a one-off. That title makes me question anime's existence. Yeah. Uh, okay. Continue. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, like pretty much I there was so much that came out on Netflix this week that unfortunately yep. Sandman did take like a back seat to a lot Dang of um, to a lot of what I know. I'm sorry. I even watched uh, the extra how, episode. How far are you in Sandman, Barry? I'm episode six. Craig, I'm at I know the same how far place you I are. was. I was at the, I'm at mm, the same episode could, I was last we, week, but. We can okay. talk about. I got to five and six. If you guys want to talk about that, is nope. six post? No, gotta we got to we're we gonna wait. Just wait till you're done. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I can put it. I'm off. right after the diner. I'm right after. I'm in yeah, the episode after going. the diner. You gotta keep going. Oh, that, that that diner episode <laughs> okay. though. Who that was a weird episode. Fantastic. That's the I want to talk about it, but we can we can <laughs> wait. We can wait. But that's that's pro. I want to spend like five or ten minutes on that episode alone. Oh yeah. I think for the most part, uh, like though, like Game of Thrones, the new House of Dragons uh, spinoff, uh, I definitely can recommend. I can definitely recommend it. Had a lot of fun with it. Um, okay. Let me just see here. <laughs> they burned that bridge. I'm not going back. You know, you and my other friend, like it's just like, <laughs> nope. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy nope. the ride. That's all I'm uh -uh. for. It's just like, <laughs> let's nope. enjoy the ride. 
Let's ride. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's ride. Sorry. Oh I had to let's that. ride. Uh, Barry's Barry's all all fired up from the soul Give give credit where credit is due, even though we don't talk about shows until they're done, that I think She-Hulk is great. Um, Yeah, yeah, I've been enjoying She-Hulk a lot. I absolutely agree with that. Um, But I only have one thing that I watched, and it is uh, Top Gun Maverick. Okay. I still need to watch Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Um, Besides, I've been trying to power through Watchmen. I didn't have a lot of time to watch stuff this week, but the only other thing that I watched was I watched the the. Is there only one episode out for She Hulk, or did the second one come? Two, two. Okay, so I only got to the first episode. Um, but I did watch the first episode earlier this week. I didn't realize there was a second one. There is a second one. I'll talk about the anime movie Dragon Ball Super Superheroes. Uh, (laughs) It shouldn't. It shouldn't take. It shouldn't take a while. Uh, this I'm is a typical Dragon Ball movie. Uh, I will say that uh, it's all about kind of really good fight scenes, choreography. They kind of expect you to know, like, what's going on. They do give you, like, a brief... They do give you a brief explanation of, like, what is going on and, like, the connection to the previous Dragon Balls in this. But uh, I just found it to be a really good action movie. Uh, I think it's... There's a lot of callbacks to like original Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, which I grew up with, and I really appreciate those callbacks. I think the fight scenes are really, uh, really good, and you get typical anime screaming. Uh, this movie <laughs> did really well in the United States; did over twenty million, and that is, and and that's good to see that these types of movies are succeeding in in the United States, at least on my end, for somebody who wants to see anime grow even more in the United States. So. Uh, good on Dragon Ball Super superheroes. Uh, Gohan finally gets the spotlight, which I like. I like that. Uh, yeah, I always liked. I always liked Gohan better than Goku. That's just me. Same. Really. Same. I'm on that. I was, ever, I was... ever, ever since the Cell Saga. Like. Yep. Uh, ever, okay. ever since he lost his crap against like Cell after <laughs> Android after one of the androids died, I was like, Gohan's goaded. And he then is. Gohan Gohan's ends up goated. becoming a nerd. Uh, nerds. He's just a little shut in. It doesn't. He doesn't even work out. Doesn't even probably do leg day. Oh my god! Ew. Also, on a side note, with that movie specifically, I don't know if you saw the video going around of the guy who got up in the movie theater and tried to get everybody to do the kamehameha before the movie started. Oh, don't even, don't even get me started with that stuff. You guys, oh, did it? Fa- people did it are fail so, epically. It did. Here's the thing. Yes, I also can appreciate, and I do want anime to be able to exist in a movie theater and do well and and i seem like but you guys need to calm down for real it's embarrassing um yeah no i can't i can't stand like i it's so cool to me that we're getting anime movies in u.s movie theaters that is so cool and like widespread not like you have to drive two hours that's so cool to me but like you guys need to tone it down so that it continues to happen (laughs) because I don't know, to me, that's just like, I know the majority of people who watch anime, right? Like yourselves included, um, can handle themselves responsibly. It's like the small percentage who are doing this, but it just gives Mm -hmm. such a bad name to anime, which already has a bad name. Mainstream wise, people look down on you. If you say I watch anime, you're going to get the like, what are you five? look you know what i mean like people don't understand that like anime is not just cartoons that children watch anymore there are stories out there that are great um 
but yeah, that kind of stuff is. So Did you give us an example? No, I'm just gonna. Uh, uh, Demon Slayer. There we go. There, that's all I was looking for. Okay. I was just trying to do that. Dragon yeah, Ball Z. And, <laughs> yeah, like I, I want to say that there are similar parallels to kind of like the anime community, and I want to say the Marvel community as well. Like anime people, we don't get out a lot, so when we're you know people get weird in like public uh, in public circumstances. Where like yeah, we end yep. up with I, I will admit super cringy moments like that kind of stuff, but also it's kind mm-hmm. of like the so, small percentage of Marvel fans that feel the need to scream at the top of their lungs yep. and go oh my god whenever something happens, you know because everybody's like mm-hmm. oh my god this is th- there's that cameo uh, everybody screams on the top of their lungs and it's like dude just like you can gasp a little bit and be surprised but there's no need to to overdo it yeah don't go extra right right yeah don't be extra yep you're that you can do that in your own home i don't care but like when you're out in public like just have a little bit more respect for everybody else who also paid money to be there to watch this movie yeah like the only exception i ever had or like the only the only exception i had to that was uh what was it uh endgame avengers endgame was the exception i was completely okay with everybody screaming and mm-hmm. crying uh, dur- yeah, uh that was fun that. it added to that moment yeah yeah Which especially was a culmination of so many yeah. movies by that point yeah. yeah and years and years of like waiting for that years payoff and, and you you finally got that payoff was great yeah, um, yeah it's just like yeah, with the with like, the most recent doctor strange like i felt like uh yeah. i felt like and it was just i think probably my movie experience where it was just like all right mm-hmm. like y'all can just kind of settle down a little bit yeah. and calm down yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you can l- i literally watched that movie in theaters and with those cameos and went oh sweet and that was it <laughs> yeah yeah you don't have to yell <laughs> um all right top gun maverick have tell to me clarify. yeah yeah okay so i went into this movie i have a very how do i deep appreciation deep love for the original top gun I love Top Gun. I think it's a great movie. Um, so I went into this kind of like when you look at the reviews, right? I think this is at like a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes and like a 98 audience score. I literally started and I was like, there is no way this movie is that good. I refuse to believe that a Top Gun sequel is that good. This movie is that good. It really is. Um, really? Yeah, it's really that good. <laughs> Here's. Here's how I can tell, right? Because I love Top Gun. It's like cheesy. What was that? 90s? Early 90s, yeah. I think, is when that came out. Yeah, early. Um, early cheesy yeah. 90s. Uh, best Buds. We're going to play sand volleyball with our shirts off together. Um, yes. That's what Top Gun was, right? So I go into this movie and like with the, with the side note that my wife hates Top Gun, the original. Hates it. She doesn't like Tom Cruise. She had she was forced to watch Top Gun too many times growing up, so she hates it. But she sat there and watched it. And when I turned to her at the end, and I was like, "Was it great?" And she's like, "Yeah, it was actually pretty good." So like that says a lot. Um, the yeah. story is phenomenal. The fact that again, like you may not like Tom Cruise, but everything he does, he goes above and beyond with the stunts, right? So everything filmed as far as flying the fighter jets. They're sticking cameras on top of those fighter jets and they're doing that stuff. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. They're like, Tom, you can tell Tom Cruise is like, nah, we're doing it. We're literally doing this. We're not going to 
CGI it. We're going to fly these planes and we're going to do it. Um, you know, you get like with the original Top Gun, going back and watching it, 75% of it is like them training. And then the last 25 is when they do the their mission, right? Yeah, it's the, the same thing fight, here, yeah. but like, uh, yeah, uh, the same yeah. thing. 75% of this movie is him training the new people. And then you get to the end, which is that huge payoff. But that whole 75% was so entertaining. And I was so involved in that story that I was like, this is great. So yeah, 100% it deserves that high of a rating. Um, I wish I would have saw this in an IMAX though, because that would have been oh, mind blowing. But at home on my TV with a nice sound uh, system, right? With a nice bass, man, that thing just rumbles when you're when they're in the jets. So Barry, I know you appreciate that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, um, I, I I'm thing, excited. Put that thing on blast. Put it on blast and watch that movie and just just sit there and absorb the like shock waves of bass that are going to be like blowing past your face. Um, yeah, Amazing. this is the this is the movie that they would put like. Uh, in the uh, showrooms of uh, retail stores to advertise sound, right? When you like yeah. sit down in the chair and there's a million, this is the movie. Um, super cheesy, super fun, 100% recommend. I'm probably going to buy this on 4K and just sit there and blast my face off like every couple months because it's so <laughs> much. I don't know. I just enjoyed it so much. So yeah. Yeah. This watch is that. why I, I need... you can run it now. That... What? Yeah. I was just going to say, this is why I need to Can't like get my own it? house. So that I can like absolutely just like <laughs> let I it, my sound system. It anyway. it, well, like I know I know I should, but I'm just too I'm too nice of a neighbor. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I try. No, just do it one time. I, it's like two hours. Just do it in like at like twelve p.m. Yeah, in, in the middle of the like day, a random day. Do it during a work week, like yeah. You know, yeah and you know what? There. Actually, Everybody's- I I I could actually probably pay play it off because there's an airport that's right by me you guys know the airport that's right by me i could actually probably yep. play it off yeah. with the airport right next to me yeah. you could even yeah. you could you could yeah you could play the movie and then you could walk outside and then we just with like a cup of coffee just for emphasis and just say there's a lot of planes taking off today isn't there <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna yep. time it out i'm gonna try to watch the movie as the most takeoffs are going on yep, yep. yeah <laughs> just just do it like Get up super early one morning and just start playing it just to wake everybody up. Oh my It'll god! My, I, I'm pretty sure I could. At, I, I could. I could at least wake up probably more than half of like my little townhome community <laughs> here, like like with my sound system. Yeah, but 100. Make sure you watch it. That way, I can get I your impression to, yeah. and see if you loved it as much as I did. But I had a yeah, blast. I think I will. All right. So, and you said, and you said, Craig, uh, what did you end up watching anything or was it just pretty much uh, just trying to it watch it? I think you said it was just a salmon, right? No, I, yeah, I got to uh, through like episode six or seven of Sandman, whatever episode is after the, uh, the diner, but we can wait to talk about that because yeah, we need to I'm trying to get it. through it. I didn't get to watch a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, technically, I can offer 50% of an opinion because I watched the first episode of Hulk, but we're also probably going to wait for that to finish yep. to talk about it. Um, I'll just say Siskel and Ebert for right now because, yep. you know, I guess one of them rests in peace, but Siskel and Ebert for right now for that show. That's all I'll say. And then we'll just talk about it later. Sure. Cool. 
All right. Well, that's going to be the end of the podcast then. I really thank everybody for stopping by, listening, watching, however you consume our podcast. Thank you. If you're interested, we do have an Instagram, a Twitter, a Facebook, and a Twitch. I do plan on streaming this week. Sorry, last Thursday was my birthday. I decided to let myself have a <laughs> what, day. What? That's so uh how dare so you I, what? <laughs> I know i do i do plan on streaming uh Bayonetta how dare 2 you <laughs> on thursday i know thinking about myself before the before the stream how dare i for real but uh yeah if i can get torn if i can get torn away from soul hackers 2 long enough to play bayonetta 2 i i'm i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna stream guys don't worry about it so yeah it's gonna uh, be hard I, it's such a it's your game of the year yeah it is <laughs> uh but Again, uh, if you guys are interested, please make sure to email us at highsensitivitypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or hypotheticals you want us to go over and review us. If you've been listening on your favorite podcasting platform, those reviews help us get sent out to more people so or get recommended to more people, and I appreciate anybody that fills that stuff out. So other than that, that's been it for the podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See you later. Later, y'all. <laughs>